Welcome back, everyone, to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the world of Nintendo. I'm James, and yes, I'm alone this week. Right when I come back, everybody leaves. Michael is on the road, and Christina is out teaching and a little bit under the weather. And I'm a little bit under the weather, too, but I am here for you this week. There's some big game news because it's Pokemon Week. Everything in the world of Pokemon is happening Finally, we've all pre-installed Pokemon Sword and Shield, and it is finally here. I know Michael and Christina could not be more excited about it, and I know I am too. Now, mine's not pre-installed because I ordered it from Best Buy, so I'll actually get mine a little bit later in the week. But I am so stoked for this game, and there's a lot of news coming out this week for Pokemon Sword and Shield. And in fact, if you can't wait a few more days, you can go hands-on with the Pokemon's Wild Area Search website it's actually only for japan from what i can find right now however you can just go on there and you can google translate it's uh, quite fun to browse through in the translation because whatever engine they're using for the website uh, doesn't translate very well but the entirety of this pokemon wild area search website is that you can go in and explore the wild area just like you would in the game but there are pokemon about some of them will show interactive movies some of them just show you the Pokédex entry on the Pokémon that will be found there. Uh, it's kind of quite quite cool, actually. It's almost like a Google Map view where you're sort of zooming in in one direction, rotating around the other direction. It's not the most amazing thing in the world. However, if you have a few minutes to blow, uh, go ahead and click on that into the show notes below what should be called the pokemon's wild area search uh it is quite it's a little entertaining it's a little entertaining let's just say that now we are going into the holiday season of course for the nintendo switch we've been talking about some games that have been going on sale and perhaps you're like oh maybe there'll be a nintendo switch price cut um and the answer to that is no there will not be during a Q&A session in the most recent financial results briefing, Furukawa said, We want to maintain the value of our products and sell them at their current price points for as long as possible. So we have no plans to reduce prices at this time. Uh, he further on went to kind of talk about why this is. Uh, and he said, Because profitability can fluctuate depending on quantities produced in the future, we're not estimating any specific decrease in cost. We want to improve profitability by increasing the number of units sold and selling the Nintendo Switch family of hardware for as long as possible. Now, Nintendo obviously is not known to cut prices until they have to cut prices. And to me, the Nintendo Switch Lite was actually the price cut. Instead of doing any big adjustments to the Nintendo Switch itself, they decided, hey, let's give you a new offering where they can sell a big portion of the Nintendo Switch uh, to you at a lower price. I honestly believe that the $100 price point, I think that they're probably making less on the Nintendo Switch Lite than on the Nintendo Switch. This is just my estimate. I'd have to go do a full breakdown. But between the detachable Joy-Cons, there's probably additional tooling there. And then, of course, the dock is just a big piece of plastic. I mean, there's a little bit of tooling, but it can't be that expensive. The rest of it is nearly identical as far as the hardware goes. My So my assumption is that they are going to be making more money off the Switch itself than the Switch Lite just because that $100 
uh, difference. I don't I don't think it's a hundred dollars in in hardware difference, to be honest with you. However, there's a lot more value to be said in the Nintendo Switch because you do get two controllers right off the bat. And of course, you can dock it to your television, which obviously is one of the huge, um, big selling points for the Switch. I do think that this $203 price point is nice. It also gives them a lot of wiggle room after the holidays to reduce the price. And this makes sense. Furukawa is saying, hey, listen, you know, we're selling a bunch of them. We're making a bunch of them. You know, no need to sell and reduce uh, the price in the in the sales price right now because you know who knows what the yen will do, what the USD will do, back and forth. There's a lot of uncertainty there, and of course, there's a lot of uh, international trade going on right now too, where perhaps it will cost more to produce these in the future. So you don't want to take a preemptive price cut if you're going to have to pay some tariffs on these in the future, which we have talked about in the past. Now that said. Nintendo is going to offset that $100 price point this Black Friday, at least here in the States, with a free copy of Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. That is right. If you are going out Black Friday in the in search for the Nintendo Switch, you can grab a Mario Kart 8 Deluxe bundle for free with your Switch. Now, that said, it will retail for $299, the same price as the Nintendo Switch. You'll get a digital download code for Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. But this is for the original Switch model, the HAC001. In fact, it even says that in the fine print of the YouTube video that Nintendo released. Now, what's the difference between the two? I'm glad that you asked. Uh, the main difference is going to be the weight a little bit of the system and also the battery life. That is the biggest thing that you will notice is that the battery life has been improved by a few hours, anywhere between one to three hours on the updated Nintendo Switch system. Now, the only way that you would know is the packaging or the model number between the two on there. The HAC001 is the original and will come in this deluxe edition. The new version, uh, I'd have to look up the exact code. I forget what it is. I think it's HAD, I think it is, uh, 001. But that one uh, has a full red box. And, of course, that will not be in the Black Friday deal. Now, to me, this makes a lot of sense. Nintendo probably has a few of those systems sitting around. They can slap a sticker on them, slap a code in the box, and boom, you're good to go. So uh, it makes a lot of sense to me. And if you were going out this holiday and you don't care that that much about it, you're getting a free game, and they'll probably sell out of all these. I mean, it just sort of makes sense um, in general that they would they would blow through all of these, and hopefully this will be the last time they do it. So next year, if you wanted to wait a whole nother year, uh, which is definitely not worth it, then uh, you could definitely um, maybe get a different version of it um, for the $299 or whatever they reduce it down. I'm hoping that they'll reduce it down to $249. That's my plan for... I hope for next summer, maybe in the lull of summer, they could really move some more, but we'll see how it sells this holiday season. My assumption is it will sell gangbusters. In fact, I'm holding on to my brand new Nintendo Switch Lite Pokemon Edition, which I just got in from Best Buy today. We'll see how that holds on uh, for this holiday because it will be in short demand, I am, I, am, uh, I am pretty sure. Now, a little bit of other news that I thought was cool is uh, that the Nintendo Switch had an update a few months back that added 
a brand new invite system for online play. Now, you may have already forgot about this because no game has implemented it, but Divinity Original Sin 2, which came out not too long ago, actually supports this out of the box. I mean, this is kind of cool because it's not even an official Nintendo game from Nintendo. It's a third-party title, but Divinity Original Sin 2 Definitive Edition has it built in. Um, Lorian Studios, they said, we're pleased to announce that, that you're now able to invite friends to your game via the new friend invite feature on the Switch. Just pick the friend you'd like to invite, and if they accept, then you'll start playing a game against them. And man, I cannot wait for more titles to build this in. This is the called the Online Play Invites feature, which was introduced in 9001, which I think is really, really cool. And in fact, uh, over on Game Explain, they did a whole update video on it actually working, and it works literally <laughs> as expected. You go in and you say, I want to invite a friend to my game, and it pops up with your friends list. They get a pop-up on their, on their system, then it says accept and play, and boom. You hit accept and play, the game launches, and you are playing the game with your friend. So it all works. My, my hope here is that all first-party games, and hopefully third-party games too, update. Like Super Smash Brothers, that'd be cool. Maybe uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, that'd be one of my favorites. That'd be great. And what I really, really hope they do on top of this is allow you to send invites to friends that are offline maybe in the app, we have a whole app, maybe send a push notification and say, hey, maybe just show me who's online. Like this person's online, you know, they wanna play a game with you, that would be pretty nice. But it's cool to see that this feature is being used. Uh, so if you are playing Divinity Original Sin 2, you can go get this update and it'll be on there right now. Now for a few other game news items, uh, there was a brand new update last week, right when the podcast was coming out to Smash Brothers. Uh, Smash Bros. Ultimate 6.0.0 dropped, and this brings Terry Bogard from SNK Fatal Fury into the mix. Uh, additionally, this update brings some new spirits. There's uh, a little bit of uh, tweaks to the battle arena mode. Uh, additionally, there are new me outfits and a whole bunch more. If you go in here, there are um, a bunch of new DLC items available for purchase, such as uh, different outwigs for for um, um, Terry and, and Ryo and a bunch of other people in, inside of here. Um, and then there were there's this new arena type called Elite Only that has been added. Additionally, arenas uh, that a friend has created can now be found if you go into Join Arena, Friends Arena, regardless of the visibility, which is a huge thing for us. And there's some other cool things like an option to do a random battlefield um, um, when you select the stage. So that's kind of nice. So it's a random battlefield and it's a uh, um, different uh, battle form, like different formations that you can go to, which is nice. Uh, so a lot of cool, nice little updates inside there. So if you are playing Smash Bros, give it a look, give it an update because 6.1.0 is on the way inside of the game. Uh, they made a little announcement that, hey, we are gonna be making some tweaks Apparently, Terry Bogard might be a little bit too powerful, maybe underpowerful. They're going to make some tweaks to it, 
And also, if you do have gameplay resaves, you need to save those before the update or you won't be able to play them back. So make sure you get that going. Uh, and hopefully more and more updates on the way. Maybe, you know, friend codes, you know, friend updates, friend invites, Nintendo. Come on, get on that. You can totally do it. I have faith. It'd be pretty good. A few other games that had some uh, patches recently uh, were Doom 3. Patch 103 was released. This one doesn't bring any big change to the game itself. However, it does add Slayer's Club sign-in support. So if you want to sign in with Slayer Club through Doom 3, uh, you'll receive a red Doom Marine skin and Doom 3 nameplate for Doom Eternal when the game launches. So if you're a Doom fan like I am and you already bought it, we'll go update it and you can sign into your Slayer's Club or you can just not sign in to your Slayer's Club either. It's totally up to you. Um, but I do kind of like, you know, at least if you're going to ask you to sign in, give me some perks for the game in general. That would be nice. Uh, you're probably tracking everything I do, Bethesda, but, you know, I, I kind of want to get some perks if I'm going to sign in for some reason. Also, I'm not sure why you need to sign in besides getting these perks, but uh, my my assumption here is that you you log in and then when you buy Doom Eternal, it all sort of links together, but kind of silly if you ask me. But it's out there. Go get it. Last little news article, some more DLC. Um, the um, Fire Emblem Three Houses Pass Wave 3 DLC is now available. Uh, this is the third or fourth in the entry. The fourth entry in the update DLC will be available on April 30th. Now, if you are looking to understand what's in this, there are some, this is part of the expansion pass series. You'll get additional quests, more units, uh, new attire for students in the game, uh, and there's even a new sauna activity. Uh, this also includes the ability for recruit Anna on a, uh, to have a special quest and interact with animals in the game, which is cool. There's a little screenshot of her interacting with a dog, kind of cool. And like I said, the fourth wave will be coming next year. And that one's going to include a new story content, additional playable characters, locations, and a lot more. You can always head over to fireemblem.nintendo.com to get all of the updates on Fire Emblem Three Houses. I still have my Fire Emblem sitting around. I should probably actually boot it up at some point because uh, it's just it's going to be so much of a game. Too big almost in my opinion, but it's there. Now, one of the last little news articles that I could not pass up. I saw this browsing around The Verge. Uh, the good people over at 8Bido, 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 that's what I'm going to say, uh, who make all those little joyous Bluetooth uh, controllers for the Switch, for your computer, for your phone, all different varieties. They've had big, small keychains, all sorts of good things that we've talked about. They have released a brand new NES style mouse for your computer yes an nes mouse <laughs> this mouse is ridiculous and awesome all at the same time uh, it is 25 dollars us which is not uh, an expensive price but it has a left and right click as you would expect uh which are little nes controller red buttons there's a d-pad on the side <laughs> for some reason so you can move things around um, which just joyous, but in between the two um, buttons on the front is actually a touch sensitive um, little capacitive uh, 
um, scroll wheel on it, which I thought was really cool. It's a 3D touch panel. Um, so you can use that in combination to your um, your D-pad, which give you page up, page down, forward and back. So if you're browsing the internet, that's pretty nice. For $25, you get the wireless mouse, the receiver, and a manual. Additionally, it just takes one AA battery, and that'll last you 100 hours, which is pretty good. Uh, works on Windows or Mac OS. And if you buy it now, you can additionally get a 8-bit mouse pad for only 99 cents, which looks really, really cool too. So uh, if you want to stock up on the NES nostalgia when you're in the coffee shop, uh, looks pretty sick. So I, I, I'm, I really shouldn't buy it and, and I'm not going to, I know what Christina and, and Michael are saying right now as they listen to this podcast that I've already bought one of them each for Christmas. And their answer is I have, you all are getting NES mouses for Christmas. You're welcome. Uh, no, no, you're not. I'm just kidding. Uh, all right. Well, that's about all the news that I could uh, kind of uh, surprisingly, there wasn't a lot happening, you know, going into holiday season, games are coming out, not a lot of news going on. Couldn't find very much besides that. So hopefully next week, once Michael and Christina are back, we'll be able to get even more good news articles, but we'll continue on to the best sellers. Um, this one, not a surprise. Uh, Pokemon week coming in strong and, uh, not quite number one, but uh, almost number one um, was was Pokemon. It was able to land three of the ten top ten spots, but locking in number one for the third week in a row, Luigi's Mansion Three. Preventative Strike still on sale for one penny, which I will talk about later. Um, Preventative Strike is on there at number two. Then there's Pokemon Sword, Pokemon Shield, Mad Age, which is still on sale for about four cents, which I did pick up, have not played yet. Untitled Goose Game, the number one selling game of all of October. Uh, locks in number six. Draw a Stickman Epic 2 on sale as well for a big discount at number seven. Defunct at number eight. Minecraft at number nine. And then, surprisingly, somehow, Pokemon Sword and Shield Double Pack breaches the top ten. Because you need both, apparently. I don't know why, but that, that one's a, that's a big bundle. So I'm very proud of all of you. That, that picked that up so for me um i'm pretty excited i got my my pokemon on the way um locking that in and i did pick up a few games on here which i'll talk about at the end of the pod now as always we like to go through the new releases uh, that said uh, there weren't all that many crazy ones this week um so i only have a few top picks but before i get into this week's i need to talk about a sneak release that nintendo did over like the weekend or last friday was it uh, it's called the stretchers the stretchers is a brand new title uh, from nintendo that released just out of the blue and this one is um entertaining this is by a studio called tarsier studios it's for up to two players and i think honestly probably two players is is the best but you play as two medical um um, friends, so like EMTs, like ambulance drivers, and your entire goal is to go help people that are in trouble. Um, there apparently is this new like outbreak of something called the dizzies that individuals are getting dizzy and passing out and can't figure it out um, what's going on. Uh, there's an evil mastermind on the loose, which was revealed at the end of the trailer called Captain Brains. And this disease is a you know chaotic spell that 
that uh, he has put out on the world. So you play as these two drivers, two medics, and you drive around in this cartoon sort of Duplo-esque uh, EMT um, with stretchers. So you have stretchers and you're picking up people and you're launching them into things and dropping them in to the ambulance and to the hospitals, like all over the place. And there's timers and rescue points. It's, it's quite entertaining. And the reviews that have come out on it so far have been pretty positive. And it is on my wish list. That one was $20, uh, which to me was 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 surprising. I think $20 is the right call. But for it to just come out of the blue, I was like, I, I, I can't just immediately spend $20. I need, to, I need to wait a little bit. But that said, I, I'm pretty impressed by it. And it is on my wish list. So I couldn't pass it up. Now, before I get into Pokemon, of course, I did want to point out a few other games that were releasing. Uh, earlier this week, Zen Chess Collection came out. It's only it's on sale right now for $0.99, cents, and I do love chess. Uh, this one's pretty cool. It's just one-player chess, but it's chess challenges. So the whole idea of it is that it's not you're not playing chess, but it is chess challenges. So it's designed for experienced players and newcomers. The, the nostalgia behind it looks really nice. Uh, it, it has like very cool gradients, very minimalistic uh, theming to it, and it has 600 uh, curated uh, puzzles, uh, which was which was really nice to see. So um, you can get this stuff like at chess.com, for instance, for free or other chess websites. Uh, but if you want some on your Switch on the go, you want to be doing some chess challenges, check it out. Zen Chess Collection, and it's on sale for the next week for 99 cents. One that I just had to talk about um, is Yaga. Uh, this is a role-playing game that uh, is played out in folktale-esque, um, like, uh, oh man, what is the time era I want to say? Uh, not like, like maybe Viking era, I want to say here. That, that's sort of the era that it's going for. So it's a, it's a, they call it a darkly funny action role-playing game. And you play as Ivan, who is a one-handed blacksmith, uh, and he's always just in bad luck completely but he's always crafting different weapons that he attaches to his other hand this has a cool 2d art style to it hand drawn uh, and we've seen a lot of these games come out of course uh, in the past but it has sort of a diablo hack and slash esque feel to it it looks really really pretty it's uh, on sale for 20 dollars right now instead of 25 dollars but it just has like a really nice character to it um it's uh, from a Romanian indie developer team, um, which is really cool, called Breadcrumbs Interactive. It looks very authentic. It looks very well done uh, in general, but it has all of those sort of role-playing, action, adventure, Diablo-esque hack and slash um, parts to it. It does have procedural maps, so if you're into that, every time you play, it's going to be different. Uh, there are multiple endings, multiple ways to solve the different encounters that are there. I like that and I don't like that. I sort of like the, I think sometimes developers put a lot of effort into this. It's got to be different every single time and, you know, generally randomly procedural maps. But sometimes I just want to play a game through. However, it does look very, very good. It's out now, so you can go ahead and grab that. I wish there was a demo. I'd love to play a demo of this game because it does look very, very good. So... Definitely give it a look. At least watch the video over on your Switch. Another one that I'm really, really excited for. This has been out on Steam for a while. 
think came from mobile. It's called Mars Power Industries. This game is $4. Uh, it comes out on the 15th. And this is another puzzle game. However, it is a resource management game about um, human colonization of Mars. So it is this sort of 3 by 3 or 4 by 4 grid system uh, that you're building out of energy sources, um, different mining activities, things like that that are going on. Um, the nice part about it that I like is that there's no high scores, there's no timers, there's just you and your tiny little colony. Um, there's 80 plus puzzles that are going on. It has pretty good reviews on Steam. Uh, and I'm, I'm actually pretty excited about it. I, I really enjoy um, resource management games. It has a very cute art style to it. it. It almost has that grid system that looks like a tower defense type of game. But at the same time, you're doing power and resource management. So sort of SimCity-esque. Um, and I'm, I'm pretty... Uh, pretty impressed by the little trailer on it. It's just a small little 200 meg download. So uh, you can play it in TV, uh, tabletop, or handheld mode. So no matter how you want to play, uh, you can grab it there. Now, beyond that, I really wasn't impressed by anything else coming out this week besides Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield. Now, you can, of course, grab the double edition if you want all of your Pokemon goodness. But that's right. It's a brand new generation. Uh, of Pokemon finally coming to the Nintendo Switch. Uh, we've only been talking about it every single day, nonstop. Um, you know, th there's everything that you'd want. The new Gala region, Gala region, however we're going to pronounce it here. You're going to start off with Grookey, Scorbunny, or Sobble. You know, I'm a Grookey fan. I got my, my jersey ready. I got my t-shirt ready. Uh, you can team up with three players locally or online. Now, there's new multiplayer. There's co-op max raid battles. Um, this is going to be the first entry into the main line on a system system that's not handheld. I mean, it's kind of handheld, but it's there. It's going to be about 10 gigs downloaded, um, and you can grab it. You can go get it today. Um, it's, it's there. Well, depending on when you listen to this, it'll be out on the 15th. So I'm not going to go into a lot of details of specifically pokemon because we've only been talking about it for basically ever so you can go grab it it's available on the 15th you can grab the single pack or the double pack if you do grab the double pack you get bonus dynamax crystals and pokeballs which is um pretty nice you get a bunch of codes for that i think for each game um so you can you can grab that um if you're looking to spend 120 dollars on it which is a little bit much in my opinion but, you know, different Pokemon, um, different things. So if you want to grab that, it's there. I mean, apparently a lot of people are because there's a, it's number 10. So it's, it's very, very impressive. Now, also be aware that there are no cloud saves in this game. So if you are going to be playing it on multiple switches, you're going to have to transfer back and forth. So definitely be aware of that. That said, we're all going to get it. So we'll have a full report next week when we get our hands on sword and shield. So that's going to bring us to sort of an, a rapid pace Nintendo Direct this week, and I'll close it out with the things that I've been playing. So like always, I have been playing Mario Kart Tour. My wife knows that I'm officially addicted to this game, um, but all of our listeners know that I'm addicted to this game, and you've known it for the last three weeks now because it's all I've been playing and doing. 
I am keeping up to pace on the new Paris tour, which is going on right now. I'm very excited because when this podcast drops, it'll be week two. And that is when I'll get to play uh, or play all my gems. Uh, I did shoot off a bunch of gems in the beginning of the tour. However, I didn't unlock any goodies, which was quite disappointing, honestly, in my opinion. But I am still on the... Um, I'm still on the team gold pass. I, I think that it's it's definitely been worth the value just because you do get a lot of stuff. So, so far I've paid $5 and that pass will be good for another three weeks or so. Um, and, and yeah, I think that that is the way to go. Michael and I have been going back and forth on the ranking system. I do enjoy that because it gives you additional challenge every week on one of the tours that give you a bunch of rubies and coins and bonus rank up things and and the more you play the more you just end up leveling up you end up um, unlocking more goodies to upgrade your carts I've been really enjoying that I wish there was an auto feature the more I play like oh I just wish I could auto upgrade everything Uh, but you know kind of clicking there for a few minutes you can click around this Paris tour, I have to say, is a little bit more difficult than other cups. Last uh, last two podcasts ago, maybe Michael and I were complaining that, I don't know if we were complaining, but we were saying that when you start a new tour, you just completely crush it right from the beginning. And I have been doing fairly well, but I'm not getting five stars on everything. Uh, a lot of the uh, new ones require a, a high percentage. Uh, for the fifth star so the diddy kong cup which was the second entry in the tour went from four stars at 2700 points all the way up to 5500 so they are planning that big jump which is good and bad for new players i would say but i do like that they give you the four stars there now i also have to point out that like i said i do recommend the gold cup only because you get extra challenges you um, have the ability to unlock more rubies, more stars. And to be honest, uh, I, I've unlocked more and more of those boxes just because of that. The other thing I want to mention on this game before I get off of it is that maybe I am playing it too much. Going into the second week, I only have three cups left. Four cups left. Five cups left? Six cups left. Six cups left. I just counted them right now on my phone six cups left and i've already you know done you know a bunch of them um you know 10 15 of them or 15 of them or so so i feel like i've crushed almost too much of it in the first week and maybe they could slow that down a little bit um but i don't know that's one thing that i'm not sure if i'm playing it enough not playing it enough or too much haven't run into a, a a bottleneck but at the same time i feel like at the end of week two, I don't really have much to do, and I would like to have more to do. That's that's my one thing. Now, the other game I did pick up, which everyone apparently else is picking up and regretting immediately, is Preventive Strike, and you should preventively not install this game. But it is one penny. I'm not too mad at the developer on this one. This one looks like a straight-out-of-the-box Unity art asset game. You have a chopper. You get right into a shmup style shooter. The problem with this game is that your 
your helicopter is way too big. All the enemies are too big. There's too much like firing going on on the screen without being able to dodge anything. So you're constantly, you can upgrade and use different abilities on your helicopter. So you can use a shield, you can pick up health pickups, and you can use missiles. But since there's so much firepower, all you're doing is just constantly like holding down the missile button until you run out of missiles, and then you have nothing that you can do in the game because you're just going to die. I played it maybe for a half an hour just trying to get through the first level, and I don't know feels like it's impossible and just not fun because the first time you play it there's no real introductory to introduction to the game it's just like go and i died in i think 15 seconds until like that can't be right so i played again and and i died in 30 seconds and i died in 60 seconds and i i almost made it through the first level to maybe maybe halfway through i don't know and then i said that's not very fun it takes a little bit too long to load and uh then I just deleted it. So it is one penny. If you, there are high leaderboard scores. So if you want to give it a go, it is one penny or one gold coin. If you want to spend that um, and go to town, I am a little bit more excited for Matt age. That one don't, does look a lot better in general. I did pick that one up for four gold coins or four cents, but like any of these games, it, it's going to be hit or miss. I mean, there's kind of a reason that it's on sale for a penny just like bouncy bob bouncy bob was this game better than bouncy bob michael is probably asking right now and the answer is yes this this game is better than bouncy bob so if you liked bouncy bob you may like this game even more that would be my recommendation but um anyways you can definitely skip it skip the hype of the number two game preventive strike that'll apparently maybe beat pokemon sword and shield uh, but if you've made the regretful decision of, of picking up Preventive Strike, let me know. Write to us uh, either on Twitter at Dispatch Podcast or at NintendoDispatch.com. I know this has been rapid fire, but thanks for holding in there this week for uh, Nintendo Dispatch. Uh, you can find us everywhere on the internet. Just go to NintendoDispatch.com. we got a whole bunch of new views up, too. Um, we have been getting a lot of good games um, in uh, to review. Uh, and we talked about them here on the podcast, but we do have four reviews up. You can hit reviews on the top of the website. Uh, so we have a bunch of different reviews up, including Untitled Goose Game, Agalos, Super Jumpy Ball, Niflheim, and a bunch more. So go check that out at NintendoDispatch.com. So that's going to do it for this week's Dispatch. Have a good one and enjoy Pokemon.